Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Girl Web and the podcast. We just <laughs> talked about this. We just talked. <laughs> Jeff, keep this one. Keep this one in, Jeff. <laughs> this is a keeper. This is a keeper. The Girl What Podcast Podcast Mashup. I am your host, Danielle Denise. And I'm Surreal Camille. Yes. And we're back again. We back, back, back again. Yes, yes. We are here with new shows. And we're gonna we're gonna mix it up a little bit. We're gonna talk about our day. We're gonna talk about more updating stuff about our livelihood and our shows and a little pet peeve at the end of the episode so yes yes so how are you queen how's your week going it's going it's fine it's very you know the the end of the year is so like i feel like everyone is just in zombie mode once we're in the final days of the year even though it's really just days (laughs) like work like not everyone is quite back at work just yet and people are still acting like you know it's the right time to be going out and doing this new year's eve shit so you know there's a little bit of apocalypse there's a little bit of optimism and i'm just here living my best life that's all you can do literally all you can do i am feeling you i finally wrapped up my work day so it's the last day of work for this week I'm off yeah. for New Year's Eve and the rest of the weekend. That's the thing. When the holiday falls on on the weekend, it's like a wasted day because you want those days off during the week. One hundred. <laughs> and it's the it's it's this next year because uh, New Year's and Christmas are on Saturday ne- or Sunday next year. Yeah, man, that's trash. And they're so Godspeed. They're easily gonna make us work that Monday. Like, yeah, you had the day off. No, 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 no. Ain't that, and during all times, during all of the times when they're also not giving us any more money, when we should be going back into lockdown, uh, it's just, it's, <laughs> Listen. I don't know who, I don't know what uh, divine power is responsible for the days of the week, but I think, you know, I'm, I think it's so stupid that Thanksgiving can be whatever fucking Thursday it decides to be. Mm-hmm. But Christmas got to be on a rotation when Jesus ass wasn't even born. I shouldn't say that. I'm not religious, <laughs> but somebody might be upset about that. No, uh, because every time someone tells me that, I'm always forgetting. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's not. But then I don't know what the actual day is. So. I don't know when he was born, but yeah, you're damn right. He wasn't going to be able to be born <laughs> on December 25th in Jerusalem. Jerusalem? Leave it in. <laughs> Jerusalem? <laughs> Jerusalem. I don't know what just happened in my brain. I don't know if I had a stroke or what. <laughs> You you combine Jerusalem and like Salem, Massachusetts together. I home. guess. <laughs> Thinking about Jesus and they, witches. They, <laughs> Golly. The ungodly hour. <laughs> right. What a construct. But yes, um, I feel you. I definitely want to talk about some COVID protocols, work protocols in my pet peeve. Oh, no. Um, so I'm going to save it for the end because... Um, as some may know, I did catch COVID earlier this month and it was it was an experience. I will say that everyone's experience is different. But then again, you know, I was outside, so I'm holding myself accountable and um, it is what it is. I'm better now. Negative as of 
uh, Christmas Eve, which ooh, uh, close. What a, what a gift. <laughs> what a gift. What like, a gift. Wow. Like, I almost had to stay home for Christmas. And I was like, that was about to be really lame. Like, you don't want to be stuck in the house. However, I do know some no. coworkers that did. They had to cancel their flights and everything. And I was like, I don't see. Oh, f- traveling was anus this holiday season for a lot of people. People in mm-hmm. Seattle were stuck in that airport for like multiple days because of oh, they flights being grounded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They canceled a lot of flights. And it was also like the biggest travel day of like the year. Like people 100. were booking flights, whether they're going home, out the country, what have you. And there was a huge uh, flight attendant and like staff shortage because they had so many people on their teams calling out last minute, mm-hmm. whether they were getting COVID or just like, you know what? No. <laughs> yeah, it's getting ugly. So protect yourself, y'all. Like the New Year's is not that big of a deal. But hey, if you want to turn up and go out, do you. I am not your mother. It, we're so far beyond the point of like, trying to yell at trying to police anybody for how they're doing things but you know it's gonna be what it's gonna be and Mm -hmm. i too will be here taking it easy eating uh some of the last carbs i plan on eating for a hot minute because i am doing the new year's resolution shit and i'm jumping in in, back into this keto trash so i'll be eating and drinking um i kind of want to shroom but more on that later Ooh, yeah, you know, I kind of want to finish my chocolate, my shroom chocolate. However, oh, yes. I got to be careful. <laughs> you know, it, and then it's also like, do you, do we? <laughs> I don't right. know if I should be. <laughs> it's trying hard. To listen to it right now. That's what I'm saying, because it's, it's an emotional state. Like, if you're not, listen, that last time was an experience as well. I didn't realize how sensitive I was to everything. <laughs> crying for hours was not on the roster oh, of things no. to do i was exhausted i was like i need to go to sleep but hours of crying is hours like depleting <laughs> but not like boohooing not like <laughs> but like i'm watching that love life show and i'm just everything's just streaming my face is just wet and i'm like oh my god danielle get it together <laughs> it wasn't working so good times good times I love that. Yeah. Did it feel cathartic? Like, did it feel like a release? Or were you just like, this is too much? It was a little too much because it was when I had COVID. I was still like on one of the days that felt pretty sickly. So I'm already congested. And then crying just adds an extra layer of congestion and like puffiness to my eyes. Like, I looked crazy. Yeah, (laughs) it makes you, it probably made you feel even sicker. Yeah, because now I'm trying to lay down. I'm like, I can't breathe at all. (laughs) No. (laughs) So I just got up and I remember it was like 7 a.m. And I was like, you know what? I should just start my challenge now. I hadn't gone to sleep yet at all from the night before. And I just poured my water in my gallon jug and I started to hit the pavement. I literally went on a walk at 7 30 in the morning it was actually really beautiful like the sun was out it was a clear day it was just a little cold but other than that i was like and then i cried again like i sat somewhere there and cried again. Not, not, not there you go i'm so sorry i cry so few times like i'm stoked when i cry because it happens twice a year oh my God. So, so whenever i hear other people cry i'm like yes get it out 
it is but. yeah it's supposed to be a release <laughs> like that second time was when i was like <gasps> everything was just so beautiful and i was just overwhelmed by the <laughs> area i was at because it was like a fountain and i found like this cute little zen area to sit down uh, and i was just like <gasps> this is just so nice like <laughs> You just felt so blessed. You were, but also like so unworthy. I'm sure, like, ah, uh, like truly. Oh my gosh, truly. Yeah, it was everything. It was like beautiful, but unworthy. Self doubt somehow like found its way to my thoughts. Not that like, right, like. And then I started like, shit. Yeah, like I don't deserve to be here. Like, what is this life? Get the fuck away from that fountain. That ain't for you. Right. <laughs> and then I started calling my friends. I'm like, somebody's gonna oh, answer me. I yes. hope. I can't believe people were actually answering the phone. Like I had like three different conversations and I was like, so thankful. Like you guys, like, thank you so much for answering. Nice. (laughs) And were they like, were they hype when they, when you told them that you were streaming or were they just like, girl, what are you doing? (laughs) It was very much. Yeah. I was like laughing. And then like, why did you do that? And I was like, listen, I've been in the house for a, a week. I can't go nowhere. I've had this chocolate for a minute. I just wanted to test it. I didn't know how to gauge it and I just kept eating it so that yeah my bad like bitch I can't go nowhere so my mind's gotta go somewhere exactly like might as well go on a trip mentally if I can't do it any other way I mean yeah just stay hydrated oh I did I did I drank all the water so shout out to my challenge oh my challenge honestly so my challenge I am 66 days as of today so I clap Go me, yeah. Little clap, little applause, and I'll Good be done shit. next week. Yeah. Now, when you now you'll be done. So you're just gonna be like, you know, fuck this. I'm not drinking any water. I'm gonna burn books. <laughs> I'm gonna eat a chili cheese fries every day. Or like, are you gonna springboard into more healthy habits? Mm. The water is killer. I hate it every day. It's such a burden, but I have to like mentally trick myself that this is a good thing. And it is. Don't get me wrong. I feel like this is the reason my skin has been really nice. However, I don't see myself drinking a full gallon every day after the challenge is over. So that will be a change. Um, The alcohol, honestly, not having alcohol has been the easiest part of this whole thing. I don't really need nice. to consume it. But I do see myself easing my way back in, like maybe with wine, because I have that more than anything. And then it may be back into tequila. Cause I did like tequila. It was it was good to me these last these last years in thirty. But uh, silver tequila was my uh lockdown booze for sewer. <laughs> Same. It was it was a good time. Um but Because I always tell people it. like I I used to love whiskey and I still do. But I do not want to be whiskey drunk at home. Whiskey drunk is heavy. It's heavy mm-hmm. on the body. Um, but yeah, I used to love an Irish mule, which is basically a Moscow mule, but with whiskey. So yes. I feel you. I was a whiskey girl once upon a time. But tequila uh, is now a quality tequila is all you need. And then that's it. Smooth sailing. And if you do it right, you just know your limit and you stop. You'd be cool. So I do see alcohol coming back into my life but the healthy eating i think i can sustain um i would like a piece of pizza and some ice cream every now and again though so i heard that yeah so but i think it's all within um 
what's the word all within what am i trying to think of damn you're you're every woman it's all within you within moderation <laughs> anything you want done baby I do it moderately <laughs> oh, oh oh that's it that's i love note. that though <laughs> Yes. yes that's the note that's the uh, note that key that e flat you, know. you better stop <laughs> that key that e <laughs> i die yes no i love that and you know you posted about like um you know hey if you have if i have inspired you with my um with my challenge in any way shape or form let me know yeah. so i want to let you know that you have inspired me bitch Yes, mm-hmm. I love that. That makes me feel so good to hear that. And you Hell did. Yeah. You started drinking water. I did start the water thing. Sixty-six days? Absolutely not. Perhaps <laughs> six, but I do uh, plan on uh, bringing. I do actually want to do that exact same water challenge. Uh, starting set your day, uh, mm. and and you know, outside of that, I just want I want to enjoy. I just want to set myself up to enjoy keto because i i keto is the one thing that like really did like like i really found things that i truly fucked with uh with keto so i just want to really put together a good list make sure that i know uh all the vitamins that i want to be taking i just really want to have a good take care of me year i'm manifesting a lot of good shit in 2022 and i know people like do that whole like "Mm, you're gonna give up by fucking february but okay fine whatever yeah fine i always (laughs) say if if you have the motivation to improve yourself fuck what anybody else has to say just go do it just do it because that's literally the first step just trying it out um i'm honestly impressed by my own discipline (laughs) this far i am too diva (laughs) especially just hearing how much you're ready to drop the water thing right now yeah man that (laughs) water but it's not to say like i don't drink water i drink water every single day but because it's been cold i like hot water so i like tea so i didn't Mm. even think tea counted because you're kind of you're you know doctoring it to be a little more flavorful and i do add quite a bit of honey and all that stuff so water is a lot more pure there's nothing in it sometimes i'll add like a lemon wedge at most but it's a different it's a different ball game so but keto that's a great diet too i've actually never tried that but i've heard people have great results from it if you can actually stick to it so yeah and listen i'm i'm a breakfast bitch so all i gotta do is mm. drop the drop the the pastries and such and <laughs> we'll be rocking and rolling so yeah i'm just i'm looking forward to it. i'm gonna say farewell to quality foods i wanted to get a uh, a clam chowder bread bowl with this gift card that i got from this mom whose kid i work for work for, i i forget i was it's always weird addressing like the the family of the of my clients <laughs> my, one of my friends pointed it out the other day and she's like bitch why do you always say this mom when you're talking about <laughs> this kid's mom because <laughs> i and i said you know what? i like to keep things professional and at a distance so you don't need that. to know anybody's name <laughs> she just needs to be this uh, this obscure figure as far as you're concerned this right. kid's mom um no face no case that's it <laughs> this kid's mom <laughs> like every time it's kind of funny yeah the Very kid's mom though. she gifted me something i'm like oh okay oh that's what i was wondering why the fuck was i bringing her up she gifted <laughs> me a uh a panera gift card so i was like oh bitch oh yeah I'm i want to 
I want a clam cheddar bread bowl. You're absolutely right. Let's let's say farewell to too too many goddamn carbs, you know, in style. Yeah. And I, I realized. <laughs> or I looked into it, these motherfuckers got rid of their clam chowder. It's not on their menu anymore. Oh, It was what? too much of a hassle. Oh, damn. But they still have like a bread bowl option? They had a bread bowl option, but if it wasn't the clam chowder, I was like, there's nothing else I want in a bread bowl capacity. Like, because <laughs> you really have to like the soup that you're fucking with to eat it out of a bowl that soaks it up. Are you, you're not a cheddar broccoli girl? I am a cheddar broccoli girl. Not in not in Red Bull. Uh, mm. not, not in that vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> that is, you know what I'm saying? That is I will hilarious. take that shit quickly. Mm. Um, but, but that is actually what I copped out to. I just got a broccoli cheddar and a sandwich. Um, I have to make one more batch of uh, dressing because I made some for Christmas. And we have like, I have enough to make like another batch. So I'm like, I'm, I'm going to do it. Oh my god! Uh, and which I'm actually, I actually might start that tonight. To be honest with you, and then, mm. then that's probably going to be the what I send myself out with. If I'm really feeling froggy, I might go get Ethiopian food tomorrow. Wow! Come on. If they're open. <laughs> Look at you. That is hilarious because I didn't know people be cooking like that prior to the new year, but. Uh, ironic actually just texted me I was like what are you guys doing and she sent me a giant pan of mac and cheese fried chicken sweet potatoes I'm like bitch what are you are you doing Christmas all over again like uh, uh, did she do black eyed peas <laughs> she didn't send me a photo of that so I don't think so I, I need to I should ask my family but I like it is a thing and I don't know if this happens in non-black families but we do black eyed peas and okra or at least we would do that every new year for like a while um, so you but I was talking to my grandma and mm-hmm. she would like she literally was brought like they have this, she, <laughs> this her, her church is so southern she's in South Carolina and mm-hmm. uh, she didn't make it into church the day after Christmas but uh, her pastor sent someone over with what is called uh, the widow's basket and mm-hmm. basically it goes out to all the widows and it's got like I think rice uh, fresh grown greens and black eyed peas and I think maybe a ham hock or something I don't know but it's got that sort of a setup and um yeah she was telling me how somebody dropped off her widow's basket and how she's getting down on some black eyed peas and by no means is this the first time i've heard about black people doing this for new year's so i don't know what i don't know why but it's a thing i didn't even know okay well good to know i'm gonna hit up my mom like making anything new year's day <laughs> like, what, what, what the fuck <laughs> right Why am I bla- do you like black eyed peas have you had them before mm-hmm, i have but i wouldn't say i crave them to ever make oh no them. yeah i don't oh, i've no. never made a black eyed pea um my gram my grandparents definitely loved a black and black eyed pea so when they would host a thanksgiving or something or anything celebratory it was a a dish um, but not even my mom. I don't think my mom likes them. So we definitely didn't grow up with it in the house. But Graham's house, for sure, there's a black IP happening. Okra, never grew up on that at all. I don't think anybody in my family likes it or cooks with it, period. It's not in a gumbo. It's not in anything. So 
Not even in gumbo. Interesting. Mm-mm. And I, you know, and again, I don't know how much of a staple in gumbo okra is, but I think it depends on where you're from. Well, my family grew up. Well, I need, I'm not sure what state my grand, my mom's side of the family all grew up in besides California. But I mean, we, her family's been in California for a few generations. But I know my dad's side of the family also grew up in, uh, or also are from Mississippi. Mm, okay, so the South South. I feel like I was that's, just gonna say the South. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> Deep South. <laughs> I feel like that's okra territory. Anything, you know, listen. <laughs> yeah. Over there, Louisiana onward. Yeah. They definitely touch mm-hmm. and like an okra. But my my roots stem from Arkansas, but even my family, because like a lot of them are in the Bay Area, they don't make anything with okra. So I don't know what it is. I have tried it once at someone else's house with their gumbo. And I get why they don't like it. It's a very slimy thing. There is a slime too. I, I love me a fried okra because it handles that, puts that slime in its place mm. and it tastes really good. I gotta try it fried then. Okay, I'll put that on my list. Put that on my list. Ooh. Huh? Okay, so let's get into our show. We have a new show. Uh, and we're keeping it black. I'm keeping it black. It is called Abbott Elementary, honey. I'm so mm. excited about this show. Yes, it stars and is written by Miss Quinta Benton. Is it Benton? Damn. Brunson. Quint- Quinta Brunson. Brunson. Damn, I hate that I messed up her name, but love it her. <laughs> <laughs> love her so much. Yes. Did you? Now, I know that like she's been in these internet streets for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't like really followed her directly myself, but I am interested to go back and like see some of the shit she's done besides like the memes that I know her for being in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was also on season one of a Black Lady sketch show. She was. I think she appears in. Oh no! Yeah, you're right. Season one was like her, her biggest or most frequent of the seasons. Yes. Um. Yeah. Same. I didn't follow her for a. I still don't follow her. Let me be real. But I remember her as a. Uh, <laughs> her debut one was the a large. <laughs> <laughs> At the movie theater, he got oh money. <laughs> that was she's, the best she's so funny like even though like i haven't like followed her specifically like i know like everyone who i hear talk about her talks about how funny she is like what a great mind she has her timing her her yeah. work ethic so i i know about quinta without knowing about quinta yeah exactly i know she was part of the buzzfeed family for a minute and mm. She writes, she produces, so she's out here, but she's like low key. So I appreciate that. You know, she's still on the come up. To me, she's still on the come up. This is a great show. Um, I think she's still capable of making a lot more projects. So I would say this first episode has kept my attention. I'm here for it. I love the setup. It's based in Philly, Philadelphia. You think she's from there? I'm assuming she's from there. She might be. Uh, I mean, especially if she created this show, it'd be easier to to pull from like personal experience. So completely. Yeah, it only makes sense because this is like a like it's kind of dark when you think about it. Like it's talking about the 
Philadelphia school district and the struggles they have of just obtaining money and resources for the teachers to provide for their students. But I love that they're telling that story through a comedic lens. Through a comedic lens, right. They keep it funny. They keep it fun. And um, the characters on the show are amazing. <laughs> All the teachers. so Great cast. There's not a bad cast member so far. 100%. And Quinta's in it. Quinta is Miss T. So she's one of the newer teachers on the show. Yes. Janine Teagues. Janine Teagues. And she, you can tell that she wants the best for her students. She's like trying her hardest to just like get whatever they need. Um, You could see that she's still fresh in teaching that she doesn't have control over her students, like to make them quiet down or anything like that. So she does a lot of counting. And she said, like, you know, if you try anything from one to 40, they'll start to calm down. Oh, try can- <laughs> <laughs> like, OK, count, bitch, work. <laughs> it's a lot of counting. She gave that advice to uh, the her fellow young and also a uh, white teacher. Um, that was uh, Miss Tina Schwartz. Yes. And uh, Tina was a a having a meltdown the entire episode because of her kids and. Mm-hmm. She took that advice at one point. <laughs> she said, Miss uh, uh, Teagues, Quintus' character said, listen, yeah, just count just count down from 1 to 40. And um, later on in the day, she, it's it speculated that she kicked one of the kids, but she said that it's because he attacked her or he like made uh, <laughs> an, an attack at her first, a second grader, mind you. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> so shit's going down in the hallway. The kids, the teachers are all gathering around and uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph's character, uh, Miss Barbara Howard, turns to Quinta and goes, hmm, I wonder if she tried to count. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Cheryl Lee. Miss Howard. Okay, yes. So Miss Howard is played by the icon Cheryl Lee Ralph. Cheryl Lee. A legend. And already killing the role as a more seasoned teacher uh, a woman of god as she described oh, herself <laughs> she said my name is barbara howard i'm a woman I'm of god, god. <laughs> i get my nails done every week i was like okay i feel you <laughs> that, i love it and the premise of this i love with this uh because you know there's a few shows that have done like the uh the documentary like the mockumentary style uh Wait, I can't hear you. Oh, no. Are you talking? Oh, I'm here. Uh, (laughs) What'd you do? I dropped my my whiteboard on my mute button. Oh, okay. But we're back. It's fine. We're back. Uh, (laughs) There's there's a few shows that have done this mockumentary style, and so many of them don't address the fact that they're being filmed. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just a thing that is happening. Um, but But they'll still address, like, the crew, but they aren't. But they won't talk about what is being filmed or what it's for. Uh, but mm-hmm. I love that they start off from the beginning. Like they, well, it's <laughs> we find out a little bit later. But um, about about like why it's happening or like who is responsible for the film crew being there. Um, but they oh, do yeah. say at the very beginning that um, that they're they're filming. So they break that fourth wall. They let us know that there is a documentary crew filming. The mm-hmm. goings ons at Abbott Elementary. Yeah, so and I like that. Um, and then the person responsible for it is actually no. Let's not talk about the principal yet. So not yet. for the principal, we still have more teachers. So 
um, the white male teacher, Mr. Hill. Yes, Jacob Hill. Jacob Hill. He is new, just like Miss T, but um, the way he said, I teach history, but I live in the present. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, so, he was so proud of that shit. It reminded me of a Lawrence joke. <laughs> Truly. And he really wants to like include himself in like black culture a lot, which is like he a bothered white person. Yeah, it's one of those like, white people that are like kind of insufferable to be around yes i love that quinta shuts him down every time like there, there's one <laughs> at one point she cuts him off to, to not even speaking to him referring like talking to someone else he refers she refers to him as uh as tenahasi quotes just <laughs> dragging him for trying to for just trying to wield his knowledge of black culture mm-hmm. uh, and white privilege i suppose and then later in the episode she directly says to him jacob how many times do i have to tell you don't talk about your time in africa it's weird <laughs> it's fucking weird you shouldn't have gone <laughs> i so do not like when non-black people talk to me about going to africa when i have not been to africa listen i've had coworkers go recently and we're not close, so the conversation will never come up. But <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I watched her on her Instagram, like where she went. She did all the fun stuff, all the touristy things, of course. And that was it. That's all, you know, they're going to do. Unless you run into somebody who's like Mr. Hill, who might try to go to a, a missionary, you know, <sighs> building churches and stuff gag <laughs> but that's like the only two type of people of white people that'll go and do stuff they're either doing the touristy stuff or they're just going to try to help the people quote unquote but either way it is kind of annoying because it's like i would love to go to this day i would feel the most comfortable going with one of my african friends or somebody mm-hmm. who can like really help guide you on where to be and what's not safe to travel to because yeah it's it's pretty tough over there depending on what country you're going to so one day one day someday first i want to get the uh there's a uh, an african like genealogy test that you can take to like you know do it does a little it does a better job of trying to trace your DNA to uh, specific tribes in Africa or at least specific countries in Africa. Like so I would have absolutely want to do that. Or what? Which one? I don't know what it's called. I have a home. I have one of my friend's husbands uh, does these. I have to, I was off to hit her up and uh, find out like what they are and what it's called and all that, but, um, mm. and how it works also. Cause listen, <laughs> I do not know. It's all magic to me. So I'm gonna find out what what spell this is a what spell book this is in. It sounds like it's like one of those like 23andMe type of things. Like you yeah spit in the thing and give it to the government. It's very like that. Yeah. It's very like that. But with a with a company who has like a database that is black. <laughs> mm. Let me know when you find out. I will interested. actually. I have to hit her up. <laughs> so yeah, we have Mr. Hill. We also have another white teacher, but she's more of like Italian or Sicilian. She um, seems so fucking fun already. She's hilarious. I'm just going to call her Melissa because I forgot her last name. Scamenti. Scamenti. Cementi. Scamenti or yeah, something Schematic. like that. <laughs> Schematic. Schematic. 
she's great. She's one of the more seasoned teachers as well, kind of like Miss Howard. Very resourceful, very street smart. I love how she was teaching the kids that a hundred is also a C note. Because we need to know, and isn't Get like. Into it. <laughs> Let this like mob wife Italian Sicilian <laughs> teacher be teaching this classroom of black kids in the hood. Like this can only result in magic. <laughs> right. But she's super funny. She's uh, she's also very no bullshit. Her and Barb, uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph's character, are very quick to uh let their opinions be known and let their priorities be known. Like towards the end of the episode when they're going to check on Janine after the confrontation with the principal, uh, (laughs) a bunch of them were like, uh, the principal was like, where are you guys going? Uh, When they were all leaving uh, the powwow, she called. And a bunch of them were like, I'm going to go check on Janine. I'm going to go check on Janine. Melissa goes, I'm going to go eat lunch. Uh, after I after check on, on Janine, <laughs> as a bitch, you better go eat lunch. And I know you are pissed that this meeting was called during your lunch period. One hundred percent. No, yeah, she keeps it real. I love it. She's super blunt, and you know she's always on the lookout for the cops because she must be connected with the mob for real. So mm-hmm. she don't she don't play. Mm-mm. I respect her. Then we have Gregory. Who is Gregory Eddy? Yes, that's Tyler James' character, and he is a substitute as of right now. Came on the scene after the kid fight with the uh, the white. What was her name? The teacher Tina Tina Schwartz. With after Miss Schwartz, Schwartz kicked the second grader she in response to her being afraid of black people. Yeah, so she she got <laughs> fired naturally, and um, Gregory comes into play. And he's finding his his footing a little bit. He's already a little apprehensive, like, what did I get myself into type of feeling? I and love that he he spilled the tea as soon as on his like first interview with the documentary crew. He was like, yeah, you know, I was supposed to be uh, I was actually interviewed for the principal position here. And I'm just substituting until I can uh, get that position. He says I actually he got the role, but I'm not sure what happened. Mm. And then it cuts to our lovely principal talking about how she caught uh, the deacon cheating on his wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and she to the power job. of gossip, she real housewived her way right to this principal position. Yes. And that principal is Principal Coleman. Ava Coleman. Ava Coleman, uh, played by Janelle James. Who she has a, she has a special uh, a special on either HBO or Netflix. I want to check it. Does out. Does she? I cannot. She is. She's so, working. Danielle. She is so funny. Is she? Listen. I think she's. I haven't seen her special. Just based off this episode, I think she is hilarious. No, she's just, great. She's borderline like sociopathic with the way that she just cannot be phased <laughs> by anything anybody says to her. Any of the real harsh realities. She's just all about pep and PR and this film crew and money and her hair. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love a wig change. I love. So she had so change. many. All right in one episode, which I think was all of one day. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was beautiful, but yeah, she gives me strong Nisi Nash energy, just vivacious. She's like a Nisi Nash face. meets Michael Scott. 
Mm, Michael Scott because she's like tone deaf. She's not like <laughs> self aware of anything. She doesn't so give a fuck tone deaf at all. <laughs> like the teachers are literally like, "We need supplies." She's like, "I hear you, but I'm gonna make this sign because that comes first. I'm <laughs> 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 gonna put this giant plastic sign on the outside. I use up all of the money." She really, they spend the entire episode talking about, like, the entire episode is really so much about, like, the the needs of the resources in the school. And there's, and I I love that they talk about the divide between the older generation and the younger generation because Mm -hmm. it happens, as somebody who has worked with kids and has worked in school settings, like, this dynamic happens every time every 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 time oh i'm sure yeah it's always jaded older teachers and either overly eager young staff or overly apathetic young staff who are just like trying to get the fuck out Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but poor miss teagues deals with uh her student jamal taking a piss <laughs> on the second grade or first grade rug Uh, which is a sanctuary place um, for her class. And it's, it's, it's really the focal point of this episode. And I love that, you know, it talks because being a teacher is so much about like, like the things that educators and people that work with kids focus on and the conversations that we have and the things that resources get allocated to, they sound silly out of context. Things like, you know, crayons, markers, a rug, but (laughs) something like a rug has so much power and it's, it's just so important for the dynamic of a learning environment or it can be. And I love that they chose to like focus on something so mundane almost because yeah it is like so much of working in there's hilarious shit that is absolutely worthy of being on television and that that goes on in a school setting with kids yeah but like when you zoom out or if you compare it to all the other shows that are on or the other content it's not it's not sexy it's It's not like these other things but it's it's important and it's real and it's funny. So I love that how much importance is put on something like a rug. A rug. For this episode. You're absolutely right. That was actually one of my bullet points. Because Miss T actually says, for primary classes, rugs are the common space for kids. Like a huge Xanax for kids to sit on. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> and Quince's timing. When she says that to the camera, just the way that she... Her ability to like just use her eyes to finish a joke is so great. <laughs> it's just to put that little exclamation point or that little punctuation on the end of a joke. It's so good. 100%. And when I thought back, I was like, you know what? Those times where we like either did those read alongs or whatever the fuck we were doing on the rug, it was mm-hmm. a chill time. And low key, I would be ready to take a nap. I'd be like, mm. yeah. Is the day over? Because I'm ready to like knock out. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> yeah. So and she's she even right. she even talks about at the end of the episode uh, when you know they're sort of after um, this big conflict that happens. You know they're talking about the rug again. They're outside of Miss Teague's classroom and they're looking inside. Mm-hmm. And one of the kids, uh, I can't remember his name, but one of the kids is in the classroom uh, sleeping on like his backpack or something. Oh, and on she's the floor. talking about. Yeah, she's talking about how like how the kid says that the rug that was in that classroom is softer than his bed at home. Mm. And so often in like lower income communities, often in black and brown neighborhoods, like the when the kids are at school, that's when they get 
their that's when they get the rest the the best rest that they're gonna get that's when they get the best food that they're gonna get that's when they get the best nourishment attention like yeah focus like that, that that's when like the best part of their or the, the most comfortable part of their life is when they're at school so mm-hmm. i love like the dynamic of old teachers young teachers and then the teachers and this vapid ass principal <laughs> and just how like they, they they bring comedy or they, i guess they're using comedy as a vehicle to bring really important conversations about education yeah to fucking abc damn it i love to see it right a major network i love it too and that's very true because the public school systems are rocky i would say across the nation depending mm-hmm. on what city you live in so it was a eye opener and that's where like it kind of got deep without you know getting emotional but it was very much a fact because a lot of these kids are coming here for like sanctuary like this is like where they can actually be themselves or feel comfortable or what have you so it was nice that they touched on that and it really centered it back to the rug and the importance of it so it wasn't just like you know miss t was just like i just need a rug no it actually was a reason for the rug to be there <laughs> yeah it's like a it's like a landmark in the classroom and just yeah. it's such good writing because they do so much with so little which is also what teachers do 100 percent, it's what they do they just look the good the ones kids. at least right and they do what <laughs> they can with the budgets they have in fact, so when Miss Swartz, Swartz, before she kicked the kid, she had come <laughs> into the, she came into the lunchroom frazzled because uh, the kids were, she just didn't have control over the kids. Long story short. One of the kids, one of the kids walked by her and told her to watch her six and she's freaking out <laughs> saying, what does that mean? <laughs> Black people, what does that mean? She's like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> like ready like, to pull on, her out. You, you teaching them about the clock? Figure it out. <laughs> 100 percent, and she you can just tell she's losing it and she's one of the newer teachers but it also circled back into um what miss howard said too where she says why can't you teachers stick it out for more than two years more turnovers than a bakery (laughs) more turnovers than a bakery first of all what like, like, turnovers are the worst part of the bakery <laughs> I don't like so turnovers. not all, so th- this was a drag uh, like this was so many drags because <laughs> not only are you a pastry at this bakery you are at the bottom of the barrel the the worst type of pastry <laughs> that's what i'm talking about miss <laughs> howard said bitch i am a i am a a tart i am a tart which she would not say because that's also you know whatever i don't know pastries I'm the finest croissant. <laughs> I'm a tiramisu. <laughs> I want tiramisu. Yeah. No. These are like real so moments in this episode. That's what I loved. It is because I, that is so true. Like, and I, you know, I only very recently decided that working with kids was going to be like the the career path that I'm going to stick with. Um, nice. But yeah, it's, it is such a thing. Because even... Even the the teachers or the people that work with kids that think that they're like, you know what? I'm not just here for a year. I'm not just here for months. I'm here for two years. Like even even they slash we are a little self-righteous because when you're working with kids, like, like two years is such a small fraction of 
being in like a specific child's life whether it's like you're you as their teacher or you as like their therapist whatever mm-hmm. like so i <laughs> it's an interesting dynamic with uh the older teachers because they have they they have this built-in expectation that you can totally understand that these kids aren't worth the shit till they're worth the shit you know these younger teachers that that is yeah i will say miss howard especially she was kind of like a pessimist in a way where she was like i expect nothing like from students from the principal from the school district and the budget Mm -hmm. like every time miss t was trying to rally them up to get these rugs miss howard was just like for what (laughs) for what and like it's very why would i make my bed it's gonna just get unmade again anyway yeah like she already knows the outcome that there's just not enough effort from just the higher ups anyway to get what they want and the scene that was really hilarious is when um miss t decided to go above the principal because she was mad that the principal spent all of their budget on this raggedy sign that is just (laughs) we talk about the sign for a second (laughs) that sign was i thought it was like a salon shop sign (laughs) like what was that (laughs) it was it was this gross green i don't know what the font was but it said william r abbott elementary and yes. it's got a full body of uh, Miss Ava Coleman, Principal Ava Coleman <laughs> in a suit doing some like realty poster pose as if her name is William R. Abbott. What are you doing? I know, like, and then it was also seeing the sign after you, we find out that she only has the job because she is blackmailing the deacon and the substitute mm-hmm. or the person who was supposed to get the job is a substitute teacher at this school. It just seemed like... <laughs> just this bitch is wild because if i was uh mr eddie i'd be like this bitch really is cementing herself in my job literally like (laughs) the audacity is high with this principal like she doesn't give a fuck (laughs) at all and she is just smiling the whole time just smiling and like even with the way she revealed she's like you see it you see it like look at (laughs) me you see it Oh my god! And ju- just to get a sense of like her vapidness, there's one scene in the. I know we're going. Uh, we're. <laughs> I know I'm taking this off course a little bit, mm-hmm. but there was one scene in the teachers' lounge where um, the younger teachers are complaining, and then she she said something like, "I'm just hearing like need and this and this and that and now," and then she <laughs> says to Barb, uh, and then we have uh, Miss. Ba- uh, then we have Barb over here who is great at not asking for anything. Barb, how do you do it? And then she says, some, and then Barb says something like, I just have accepted the fact that there's nothing really you can you do. You can do, yes. And she, and, she, and she twisted that, or Principal Coleman twisted that to be like, thank you for being so understanding, Miss Howard. Anyway, <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> Tone Deb, that was like, oh yeah, she gets me. She understands. She, she don't knows care. my hands are tied. <laughs> <laughs> She's so funny. No, she's hilarious. And Barbara is good for a shady little comment. That's what I love oh, about yeah. her. Come on, Miss Howard. A her woman and Melissa. When, uh, when they, they did the back-to-back interviews, it went from Quinta to Melissa, the Italian teacher, or the Sicilian teacher. Mm-hmm. And then Quinta goes, um, she, is, uh, she is very unique in her job. Oh, yes. And then it cuts to Melissa, and she's like, she's bad. 
Yes. Unique means bad at her job. Uniquely <laughs> bad at her job. Talking about the principal because yeah. they know. They know that she ain't shit and she's not going to do shit for them. So the seasoned mm-hmm. teachers don't even speak up because they don't expect change. They kind of just go to work and go home. Whereas the younger teachers like Miss T and Mr. Hill, who kind of just follows Miss T, but they're kind of trying. They're like really just like, well, the students need rugs. They need this. They need that. And the principal is giving them a hard time. So, but yes, going into that scene where Miss T tried to go above the principal and email the superintendent just for Miss Howard to tell her, girl, that's just going to kick back to the principal. And it did. So she said the superintendent does not want to hear from us. No, that is on an automatic. I am on vacation. Uh, we have forwarded this to your boss. Yes, right. Happy, happy trails. So yeah, that just kind of keeps the tension high between Miss T and uh, the principal, and they do these trust conversations, which. <laughs> basically the teacher just wanted the principal just wanted to drag miss t that's all she wanted to do and i'm thankful that miss barbara or miss howard was i love how i'm I'm trying to be like polite and keep their like their teacher names like miss howard (laughs) oh i'm fully like i realized halfway through this that like i'm thinking if there's a child in the scene i'm gonna call them miss howard and if they're just among t- other teachers i'm gonna use their first name and i didn't realize i was doing that no shit is deeply ingrained no that's real because it depends on the scene because they start either using their names or they use their their surnames so it's tricky oh that's also true it is yeah but it's fine people know what we're talking about but yeah so that was Principal Coleman's way of trying to address Miss T for her, I guess, being offensive, trying to overstep her boundaries and connections, but also not resolving any issues that she had. No. Also, um, the way that she called this meeting was so funny because we got to see her on the intercom and she says that it has come to my attention that some of you looking one of you has problems with the way that i'm doing things (laughs) so during a lunch this lunch we will be addressing this issue (laughs) (laughs) looking right at mr like yeah staring staring janine teagues into just straight into the sunken place literally so but yeah, that exercise was trash it was literally just rupaul saying uh the library is open yes. let the reading challenge commence and <laughs> she wanted to go in so bad but luckily miss howard actually stopped that because she was like no we're not going to participate in stuff like this because why for what so like what are you doing miss howard sure did wait until miss teague's like had to defend herself look like a fool and storm out the room <laughs> to defend her though that is true it did wait it took a little while the camaraderie wasn't there yet <laughs> mm-hmm. and i i yeah. love uh miss teague saying like i will not be made to believe like i will not be gaslit basically into thinking that wanting to do something uh, to improve the lives of my students is a bad thing. Yes, which was a word. Love that. So hopefully- because there because there are so many people and there's so many gatekeepers in education mm-hmm. that will drag a well-intentioned educator or staff person just for like wanting to do right by their students. 
and it's so it's again they have made it very funny here uh but yeah. ava coleman's are real and less attractive in the real world <laughs> right with way less hair <laughs> yes <laughs> and wig <laughs> options her, her i'll say her wig game is killer there's some it nice, is. long, luxurious human hair wigs on her head, probably all from the salary of her principal job. So, mm-hmm. shout out to that. Some miss, some reallocated, some reallocated funds. Right. <laughs> some of it's going straight to the weave budget. So I get it. But yes. Sorry, uh, we're not getting Dr. Seuss in the library this year, kids. Mm-mm. No books for you, honey. I need to get this <laughs> unit for tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry about it. So <laughs> I respect that. Get here. No, I, I respect, respect that. It. Listen, if she respect if she actually one. said it, like if she's like, listen, you guys, the books, we have to wait till next season or next semester, and um, she pops up with like a brand new like Bob or something. Like, she's got she she yes. could fully just like try to re- replace a science class with like a creative writing class and just be like y'all don't need books <laughs> everything you need is within you now get to work right <laughs> and then she'd like walk away and her hair just kind of like bobbles and moves and shakes <laughs> i love the principal she's like a you know you hate to love her you do but she's you absolutely hate to love her yes but yes, so the episode wraps up and basically they get the rugs just due to this is where the camaraderie steps in because yes. the season teachers, Miss Howard and Melissa, they basically chime in saying, you know what, what do you want to do? Like Miss T was literally was like, I just want these rugs. That's it. Like you see the little boy sleeping on the floor. I don't want him to have to sleep on the floor. We right. need these rugs like. It's the kid Xanax. It's the kid version of Xanax. Like, that's it. And then Melissa got on the phone and they were able to get some nice rugs from like the Eagle Stadium. <laughs> they got, yeah. And I fully wrote, this is definitely, uh, oh, duh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. I wrote Seattle Seahawks. Stop. <laughs> I was like, is that a Seahawk? <laughs> you are so silly. Ah. Oh, my God. I was like, this. I was like, this. This must be a Seahawk or something. That's the only <laughs> bird I can think of. Uh, <laughs> is there a peacock football team? Uh, I want to be on that one. Uh, <laughs> it was so funny. Yes, the Philadelphia Eagles. That's where uh, Melissa said she had her connections because they were building yes. the stadium or renovating the stadium. So, <laughs> and, Qu- and uh, Quinta's Disney as Miss Teague's Disney as like wanted to go thank the uh melissa and her friend for delivering them and she said oh uh what was your name and both of them are like i've got no name there's no name name. there's no name right (laughs) (laughs) she's so sweet and like naive and melissa has to like teach her like yeah there's no there's no names i don't nobody knows where these rugs came from don't even say my name so (laughs) I respect Melissa. I do not Melissa. exist. Please get away from me. 100%. Melissa is a hustler and you don't, you know, you don't say anything about what she does. So, but she came through with the rugs and all is well as of this school day. <laughs> as of this one, maybe two school days. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even, I feel like that was all of one day. Maybe two. You might be right. I, I think remember. at one point there was two because I know that she, I think on the day of the uh, the meeting, she was in... The the principal was in like her blonde weave and Quinta was in like a blue 
Oh, yeah, you're right. She changed hair. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yes. So that has to be a new day. Now that'd be hilarious if she didn't. We're still we're still just scarred from the insecure finale and not knowing anything about the time timelines, <laughs> the timeline. right? <laughs> Listen, they're they're blurry sometimes. So. We got trust issues, y'all. Trust issues. So yes, that is episode one. We haven't even seen episode two yet because it's they took a break between now and New Year's, so they'll restart next week, right? They did. They they do start up again on the 4th. Okay. And I can't wait. Perfect. Um, I do there. I want to give two honorable mentions. Um, one Mm -hmm. to the 70 year old, the 70 year old, uh, custodian who voted for Kanye that was then teaching, uh, the U S history in place of Ms. Schwartz who got fired. And he had written on the whiteboard, just Illuminati. Yes. Talking about, do y'all know who is really responsible for the way things are today? (laughs) 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 The Illuminati. (laughs) Yes. And then I also want to give a shout out to one of the students, uh, Lil Sheena, who was in that uh, impromptu meeting that um, the principal called. And after Quinta gave her very impassioned and emotional speech, it really did like shift the tone from comedy to like, the reality of what Quinta was like fighting for. And then um, she, and then so she was turning to leave. She like, she went to apologize to the other teachers uh, for um, getting caught, getting their lunches taken away and caught up. And then she says, and most of all, I'm so sorry to you, Sheena, like you should be out eating lunch. And then she goes to hand Sheena, her Her pizza pizza on a, on a plate. And Sheena, the way Sheena tells her, no, thank you. She said, no, thank you. The just the way she said it was it was like I know you're I know you think you're doing a nice thing but that looks gross right like it was holding on to it you can tell that uh, Sheena's 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 mama is not about the bullshit Sheena is not eating GMOs Sheena's not eating uh, Sheena's on the keto diet herself she might be Sheena was raised you can get that bread the fuck away from me one hundred percent get that cafeteria (laughs) bullshit out of my face I eat vegetables. I <laughs> her and Danielle so drank their jugs of water in silence. <laughs> Listen, right? She is me as a child. If I was That's that it. healthy, <laughs> if I was that healthy child, yes. Oh my gosh! But I am thoroughly enjoying this show. Same. Um, I'm into it. I do also love the. Uh, a little bit. I know we didn't talk much about uh, Gregory Eddy's character, but I do love that they uh, had that moment where Jacob was, where Jacob Hill was having, or Mr. Hill was having all that like, un. I hate when like the other schools are predominantly run by women because mm-hmm. they know what the fuck is up. So when when I have had the experience of being the other like dude on campus, mm-hmm. like I hate the obligatory conversations. <laughs> I hate it. I hate the things that come up. I no, I don't. Oh, you you play basketball. You, you look like you play basketball. Because I'm also less fabulous when I work at these schools. Because I don't need to bring attention to myself. So, so some could say that I am straight passing on some days. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm also very tall. You are tall. So they all want to know who my favorite basketball team is. Who I, who I'm rooting for. <laughs> And my answers are things like uh, Whitney Houston to come back for real, not a hologram. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. You know, I want I want I want House of Gucci to do well in the box office. That's what I'm rooting for. <laughs> Come on, House of Gucci. <laughs> That's my team. <laughs> That's my team. Favorite team, House of Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> so <No>. it's <laughs> So when it, when it, when uh, when Mr. Hill went in for like the hug and got curved with the handshake, I just I loved that. Right, he was trying to be so professional. Greg was like, "I'm professional, like treat Thank me you. as such. We're not friends or homeboys yet." So, yeah, Gregory is still new to the scene, so I'm excited to see more of him. I will say he's very attractive. Like she I remember him is. as everybody hates Chris for the longest, but seeing him all grown, I'm like, okay. Tyler, see you. So, Oof. I and uh, I love when there's a hot teacher on campus. Yeah, and it looks like he likes Miss T, so they might be a little romance. Get it, get it for us. It's giving me honestly, it's giving me uh, a better version of the beginning of Parks and Rec, mm. but with a with, with a an obviously more melanated cast. Yeah, I do like the mixture of the cast. You know, it's a nice little even playing field right now. So mm-hmm. I'm into uh, it. More, more melanated, but it is definitely women dominated, with, with, uh, which makes sense to schools. Like there's only two main male teachers right now. That's true. That's true. And we have a black principal, which is always nice, even though she's Come not good at her job. But, you know. That, that's why we're all looking cast. the other way because you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love seeing us up here <laughs> right i love i love our people you know even if they're not great it's all right i love us <laughs> i love us for real oh god <laughs> yes so moving on we're going to do our girl by segment girl by is basically the pet peeves the trials and tribulations of life that we have encountered and we need to get it off our chest so, Cyril Camille, do you want to share yours? Yes. Um, let me pull up this tweet. I actually tweeted about this today. Oh, it's um, a tweet. Mm-hmm. Where is it? Um, there is a, I don't know, is she a senator? Why can't I see? A senator. Wait, f- this is so strange sometimes i'll be like in my notifications and then like a tweet that i've been like looking at all like it's my 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 most recent one but it's just not in my notifications i don't know but there is this person uh representative patricia morgan she's the first female minority leader of the rhode island house of representatives um she definitely looks like uh nancy reagan that is not getting enough dick (laughs) <laughs> but she unprovoked from what i can tell unprovoked she tweeted this today she said i had a black friend there's more <laughs> terrible start but go ahead we're off to an awful start five words and we're already off the road uh, she said i had a black friend also had had so mm. this is not this doesn't work past tense. you can't use previous friends to like justify your bullshit anyway we're so oh again five words the second word she was already out i had a black friend i liked her and i think she liked me but now she is hostile and unpleasant i'm sure i didn't do anything to her except be white (laughs) we could stop right there but we're only halfway through this tweet (laughs) 
Oh, wait, she so said, she doesn't I- say why at all? Like, <laughs> that's it? <laughs> Danielle, mm. it is so stupid. She says, I'm sure I didn't do anything to her except be white. Is that what teachers and our political leaders really want for our society? Divide <laughs> us because of our skin color? Hashtag CRT, which honestly, I haven't even looked at what the CRT hashtag is. Oh. Um CRT, honey. Critical race theory. Okay, thank you. This is about oh, critical. So yes, okay. I, okay, that's what this is about. This was all in response to. So I guess th- this is what the falling out with her and her friend was. She is obviously against teaching critical race theory, and her friend decided to stop being her friend because of her view about critical race theory. And. Mm. You say critical race theory. You say divide us because of our skin color. Uh, I say that is accurate U.S. history. I am yeah. so so sick. I quote tweeted this and I just said, have you tried not being white, Pat? <laughs> because you, you said, <laughs> you said, I am sure I didn't do anything to her except be white, which tells me you did something to her. That That's it I, right there. Yeah. It's called be white. You were being so Mm -hmm. the obvious question is like science means you have to go to you have to rule out all of the options, all of the answers, and you have listed the final answer in this tweet. Yep, you have to stop being white, Pat. You gotta, and the first step to stopping being white is delete this tweet, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Because teaching critical race, the fact that we even have to rebrand accurate history. To mean critical race theory, like it is ridiculous that you that black people had to be in shackles, that black people had to be stolen from our country, wiped of our history, our culture, uh, beaten, uh, defiled. All the you know the list goes on and on. This isn't new, Endless. but yeah. we have to do we have to deal with all this shit just for you to be here in a position of power in the smallest state that is only known. Or like a being where the fucking family guy takes place exactly. like we mm. like it's just the audacity of people <laughs> to i love that we're talking about education <laughs> with this yeah uh, with this uh show that we're also watching because it is just teaching history bitch we we need to stop celebrating the rapists of this planet the columbuses uh, all these evil, evil people, the George Washingtons, we need to stop putting, we need to stop acting like our quote unquote forefathers, that is y'all forefathers, not mine. Yeah. But we need to stop acting like these motherfuckers knew what they were talking about when they had wooden teeth. Listen, wooden. Wh- what? <laughs> if they, you, you, ha- you mean to tell me you don't think we learned a lick of anything about how to run this society better? From these motherfuckers, right. by the way, they were doing drag. Oh, completely wigs. They were and doing all. <laughs> drag. So I'm just, I'm so tired. So Representative Pat Pat Sajak, I don't know who this was. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I like Pat sh- Sajak. <laughs> I know. I, I, you know, let me. What's her name? Let me. Let me not drag Pat. Patricia Morgan, girl. She's older. Shut up. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. She okay. Is, yeah. She sense. is <clears throat> gross. Actually, I mean, she, she's probably eighty, but knowing how white people age, she could be a smooth thirty-four. Oof, child. Tough. Yeah, that is really 
uh, it's just gross. But I it's love dumb. how she tells on herself. Like she stopped being friends with me probably because I'm white. Well, you know, you know, you're the problem. And you still don't decide to even fix it. The fact that you framed being white as something you did to your friend means that you know. You know what you did. You know. You know. What you did. Yeah. Now, see, I had I didn't know if it was going to be about the critical race theory. I was about to assume you probably touched her hair. You did something. You did something oh, who, completely who is offensive to say, <laughs> that she e- hasn't tried. Child, who is to say that those things did not happen? Right. I'm like, sure she had she, some strikes against her already. You know, this bitch just ran out of characters. <laughs> 100 percent oh pat she she said a thread (laughs) a thread a thread of reasons (laughs) that i know you did something first oh gotta love karen's she's a karen she's a karen a karen Mm -mm. that's me what's what's been what's been grinding your gears this week um I will say it's COVID related, which is like so exhausting to talk about because everyone talks about it every fucking day. But what's COVID? COVID, you know, you know, that thing that just won't go away. It's like, remember, remember when people had that question? Right. It used to be just a question. What's COVID? Oh, Oh my God. Don't ask that question at all because you will never hear the end of it, you know? <laughs> it's a fucking scam. You're being played. All right. All right. It's a scam. It's all a right, whole. All right, Patricia Morgan. Listen, it's everything. It's the reason why we're here. But yeah, so COVID all around in general, after having COVID and realizing that the company I worked for took away the the coverage that they had once implemented i guess this was after the vaccine came out because before the vaccine came out it was like a nice little cushion like if you got uh, the covid at that time you were able to get sick days which is something we don't have at my company um it's all personal time off that you have to use Mm -hmm. so long story short after the vaccine came out i'm assuming is when everything changed because when i told my boss i hey i have covid what do I do? Like, how do I start the COVID process? And he's like, well, there isn't a process anymore. You're either going to fully work from home. You know, you just don't come into the office or you take your PTO and take days off that way because there's no sick time. And I will say that just like annoyed me to the core. (laughs) I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I was genuinely sick. I wasn't playing games. And the way they had to set it up, I still had to email my my results to my HR. She had to call me. We had to do timestamps of like when I was uh, diagnosed basically or got my results. And it was such a process. But all that to say, there's no coverage behind it, which is just, you know, more corporate bullshit more capitalist bullshit and it's shitty because i have coworkers to this day that are still getting covid who work in the office full time because they might be one of the sewers or something like they're working in the office so they you know can't work from home unless they have a sewing machine at home i don't know how she's gonna get the work done but come on now <laughs> like it's just crazy to think that <clears throat> the coverage isn't there with a lot of these 
corporate companies, big or small. I mean, if you're a small company, I get it. You probably can't really afford having that type of coverage for your employees. However, it just sucks that the government no longer supports us. The CDC just announced that all you need is five days off of work to recover from COVID. Like everyone has the same type of uh, symptoms or something. It's depressing. It's really depressing. And it's just really shitty that our country just doesn't care. I mean, it's nothing new. Don't get me wrong. I know and am fully aware that we were never really taken care of in the first place as a society. But when it just makes you think, like, what's it going to take? What does it take? Like, I feel like a lot more people would have to die for it to really be a concern. But even then, I don't even think it's enough. It wouldn't. Because at the end of the day, like... At the end of the day, as hard as hard as it is, people dying also solves another problem. And yep. I feel like that's the way a lot of these motherfuckers are looking at it. Yep, yep. Unfortunately, it's all about the money. That's all we give a fuck about. We care about keeping things open because another shutdown is not an option. And we're out to here we're out here just literally fending for ourselves mm-hmm. as families, as individuals, as businesses, as anything like you literally have to figure out your own way of survival so i'm never mad when people are starting to flee the country like i totally get it if you can bon voyage good for you i wish i had like dual citizenship somewhere (laughs) shit that is the last thing i'm mad about like i used to get mad about people that just like you know kept just doing whatever the fuck and i still get annoyed about it sometimes but also like i don't I don't know what anyone's home life is. I don't know what I don't know who anyone is trying to provide for. And no. at the end of the day, there is not there are not good alternatives to. No, there's just not good alternatives that no. are being provided for us by our government. So it, it's like you said, we are fending for ourselves. We're fending for ourselves from this bizarre disease. I'm thankful my. Uh, symptoms weren't crazy I just had like cold light symptoms for a solid 10 maybe 12 days because I know I was sick before I went to the urgent care finally so (laughs) with that said I gave COVID to my grandparents however they are asymptomatic today so that's always a good thing however not everyone is the same like I said my coworker, I have another coworker who has it and she said it's been pretty bad that she also has asthma. So uh, again, those underlying issues with your body will affect you real different with the COVID. So if you can avoid it, by all means try, but I understand it's New Year's, you wanna go party, you wanna do what you wanna do. Hell, if I didn't get COVID at all, I probably would still be outside too. But honestly, the way it's been whipping around, it's catching all my friends. I'm just like, damn, I wasn't even it's, around you. Yeah. And you got it's it. weird when it's like people that are close to you. Hell yeah. Like calling you like, oh, I got it. And I'm like, damn. It's like, and it takes no time. Like I know where I got it. And like the very next day is like when I started feeling ill. So this new variant, honey, this Omarion, this one is, um, she quick. She's uh, oh. she's got uh right running shoes on. She's a runner. She's oh, a track yeah. star. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. She's out here, so be careful. She on that. She on the run. She's on the run. She right. She's running dashes. <laughs> the Omicron variant. It's the on the run variant. Come on now. On the run variant. I like that. Let's keep that. Keep that, Jeff. Let's make t-shirts. 
<laughs> we need to make some t-shirts t's yes Ain't well that? you know i'm glad you're feeling better thank you and yeah and it's all we can do is keep taking care of ourselves because we have that we have such little control over this or many things in our lives yeah but we got to keep on living this keep this earth is still spinning even though it is trying to eradicate us glacier by glacier i'm not helping um <laughs> <laughs> there's right. shit going on in the world and i i we're all like aware of it and we just have to find a way to make it we just have to find a way that's right you know get your scams in order do whatever you need to do make your money hustle because uh they're they're not going to send us any more checks i really wish they would uh, please <laughs> the way uh, that they botched that whole system and got mad at us for it like okay girl mm-hmm. okay and yeah they could they could pull the plug on these student loans any time any second anytime listen i got an email from whatever this new company is because the company that had that my that was previously <gasps> managing my student loans i yeah. guess they died yeah <laughs> disintegrated uh was taken out to the backyard and shot uh but this new company slid into my email saying hi it's us <laughs> like we're gonna and take I, over <laughs> i will gladly move that email to the trash because no they push it back another five months and if this motherfucker just keeps postponing mm. his, for this entire presidency i will not be surprised but i'm gonna shit yeah it's gonna be so annoying so annoying like just just get rid of it please <laughs> but blessing blessings ahead yeah i'm excited about things in 2022 regardless Truly. um so we gonna do it we gonna fucking 2020 do it we're gonna do it we're gonna make more money we're going to have um more trips more trips more vacations yes i'm manifesting a move in 2022 and i'm excited about it not a big move in terms of like distance but an important move for me yes that's always good definitely make the move for you and your peace more peace more peace this next year pray for that Mm -hmm. um more growth more money um better sex i'm here better for all that. sex <laughs> any sex let's go any you know <laughs> no, no 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 i take it back i take that back. <laughs> Wait, but it's gotta be good it's gotta be good you gotta promise the good don't give me just good anything. <laughs> good good consensual and good yeah all of that these so, are the tenants <laughs> these are the terms and tribulations for next year so I'm excited, but this wraps up this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, yes. If you're interested in watching Abbott Elementary, it comes on ABC on Tuesdays. It is streaming on Hulu. I think uh, it goes up yeah. on Hulu on Wednesdays, the day after. Correct. Um, and then it's also streaming on this app called Fubo. So, you know, Fubo with O. What is that? I've never heard of that. They're everywhere. (laughs) They're everywhere. But yes, feel free to watch the show and keep up with us. And we're going to keep them coming. Oh, it really is a streaming TV. Fubo TV. Fubo TV. (laughs) TV. Yes, yes. Thank you guys for listening. And we'll talk to you next time. Toodles. Bye. Bye.